Hey, this is Super Bowl champion Chris Johnson, host of Fifth Quarter, broadcasting live each week on Monday at 7 p.m. from FBRN Studios in Bedford, Texas. Log on to hear topics on marriage, family, and lifestyle. So be sure to log on each week Monday at 7 p.m. to catch Fifth Quarter. Jump in. Hi, this is Diane Marion Eunice, and I am a licensed marriage and family be in the Super Bowl for February but then you turn back around and you have the Rams that didn't look quite so not well with Odell Beckham so now I think they will be able to sign him in the next four to six weeks but if you're a little inside of the NFL scoop inside the locker room I have heard that OBJ might be signing with the Bills here shortly so we shall see we're gonna roll on into the Sunday activity which the Eagles and the Lions, I really don't like either one, so it was 38-35. We'll go with the 49ers and the Bears with 10-19. The quarterback, Trey Lance, he didn't look so hot, but I think next week they'll go off and have a wonderful start. Um, in Chicago this week, the weather was terrible. Uh, raining in the forecast, it was just pouring down raining, so it turned into actually a running game. We're going to go on down to the Steelers and the Bengals. Being a Baltimore uh, ex-player, winning the Super Bowl with Baltimore, I don't like ne- neither one of these teams as well, but we'll, we'll go through the highlights. It was 23-20. Great, great, great battle. When you play the, in that division, it's normally going to come between three to two points. Uh, the year that I played with Baltimore, the year of 2013, when we won the Super Bowl, uh, we went into Pittsburgh. And it was a tight fitting game all the way up until the fourth quarter. And it ended up being 17-14. So anytime you play in that division, it's gonna be it's gonna be a a a a, a, a tough, tough, tough season. Uh and also with the games. Then we'll go down to the Patriots and the Dolphins. Not too much. Uh the Cheetah, he went off. He had I think three catches. Well, no, three catches for one 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 ten. Uh, the Patriots' offense didn't really look too hot this weekend. Uh, Dealing with Josh McDaniel going over to the Las Vegas Raiders, they have lost the offensive coordinator, so they're kind of down right now. So that, I think they should be able to be a playoff team here in the next couple of weeks. I tell people all the time, when you listen to the NFL uh, broadcaster and d- different things, you really won't be able to see what a team will look like and probably about to – week six or seven so i'm thinking probably by week five six you'll start seeing different teams break away from each other and then you also have have different kind of players that start actually getting to the dominant player that there are uh let's go to the browns and panthers uh baker mayfield he almost got him a win had some nice passes deep passes down the field he want wanted this to be a statement game um, but they came up short, 26-24. The Colts and the Texans. Once again, the Colts haven't won an opening game in the last eight to nine years. Uh, the Texans was really putting it on them the first three quarters, and then they kind of start giving up penalties and giving up deep balls, and they end up being a tie in a 2020 tie. Um, next game, the hype game of the, the, the this, this weekend was going to be the Atlanta Falcons, and the New Orleans Saints. Came down, once again, to the kickers. Um, tough, tough fight game, uh, fault game. 
New Orleans travel very well. Uh, every time we go to New Orleans, I, I, I feel that that's, that's my second home. I never got a chance to play for, for them, but worked out for them uh, when I was released by the, by the Giants. And then also I ended up going to work out with the Saints and their, their atmosphere, the facilities, A1, A1, uh, hands down, I, I, the second, second team that I wish I could have played for as my 10 year career, uh, ended. Uh, but the Saints ended up squeezing out the, the victory 27 26. They got to get the offenses, uh, of the Saints going. They have, uh, the, the running game is not picked up yet, but Michael Thomas has came back. He showed a little shine this weekend. I look forward to a big year for him. Then we're going to roll into the Ravens and the Jets. Our offense didn't look good this weekend, but we did put up some points. Uh, I think we need to turn to some of the receivers. They need to step up a little bit more. Uh, I feel that Lamar going to have a big MVP year. Uh, he did not take the contract uh, that the Baltimore Ravens offered him. So he's betting on himself. And like I tell people all the time, when you bet on yourself sometime, you, you, you will win because you know what you have to put, put forward in the effort. Also, let's go to the Jacksonville and the Commanders game. Didn't watch it this weekend, but watch some of the highlights. The quarterback for Jacksonville, he still he still has to struggle a little bit. I mean, they're, they're coming along, they're doing putting up points now, but they're still Jacksonville Jaguars and the Washington Commanders went with the victory, twenty eight twenty two. Then let's go back down to my team that drafted me in two thousand three, which is the Green Bay Packers. Uh, without Devontae Adams, man, he has Aaron Rodgers. He don't look the same. You know how Superman looked when he touched Kryptonite. That's kind of like what he looked like the other day with the Vikings. Uh, didn't look good. I mean, some of the re young receivers did drop balls on Aaron defense. But at the same time, they did not. The defense, they was running up and down the field on, on Green Bay. And they lost the game 23-7 to the Minnesota Vikings. And let's go to the last game, the Giants and the Tennessee Titans. Giants pulled it off with a last-second field goal win. I don't know. It was the this weekend was more about the field goal kickers for some reason, and I tell people all the time when you go into the long season and the grind of the season, man, your kicker is gonna have to show up somehow sooner or later in the season. It might be the game winning kickoff or the game winning field goal, or it might be that kick that you need deep in the corner on a punt to make sure you pin the opposite offense on their inside their ten yard line. So that is the game for the, uh, all the games for this weekend. So next week we're looking at a, a lot of big time games coming into the NFL, uh, into the NFL uh, Sunday, and then also we'll press into the Monday game here next week. So also we're gonna go into now uh, what the fifth quarter is gonna be about. So me and my wife have wanted to start this start this podcast a couple years ago, and it took a, a, a probably some time for us to get everything that we wanted to kind of get down on fifth quarter. And then also we looked at how the impact we'll have in different people's lives in the community and things that we do. Um, going far as a little, bo a little bit about the intro of the fifth quarter is going to be about, like I said, life. Um, if you guys don't know Chris Johnson or – knew about Chris Johnson. I'm going to go down 
memory lane here on different shows with different kind of guests and also just go and be able to help different people in life about mental illness and things that you go through on a daily basis. Then also we're going to get into fashion. I have a lot of people in the fashion world that people don't know that I started a fashion uh, clothing line probably about seven years ago called Elaine Chase. Um, the name came from my late sister, Jennifer Johnson. Her name was Jennifer Elaine Chase, I mean Jennifer Elaine Johnson. So I wanted to put her middle name and then also the chase part because I always wanted to chase my dream, which is being a fashion designer. Uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit. Uh, we'll talk about domestic violence. Um, that was a big, pe uh, big piece of my journey in the NFL where we had a lot of domestic violence going on in the locker room, around the league, around people that I knew. So uh, I want to say God blessed me to be able to understand what domestic violence looked like as far as mental abuse, physical abuse, um, I mean, there's so many type of abuse in, in, in domestic violence that people don't understand. When you get into something like that, it's not a, a, a behind, the, behind the door situation. I think a lot of women and then also people don't think men being domestic violence, but men also being domestic violence, too. So I think men and women need to have that one person that they can talk to, that they feel free, that you'll be able to see what I need or see what I need to listen to and then replay this in my everyday life. But at the same time, understanding when it's too dangerous to get out of that situation. Uh, that's how my sister lost her life in 2013, uh, well, 2012. And so I'll get into that moving on uh, later in some of the segments of the, uh, the, the episode of Fifth Quarter. Also, uh, in 2020, me and my wife bought a ranch, uh, and bought, it was 200 acres. Um, the family that we bought it from, it was actually into that family uh, 100 plus years. Well, the second family to, to purchase that property um, got oil on it. We have deer. Uh, we have actually purchased some cattle. So we'll get into the ranching life. Um, that's something that I never thought in my life that I would want to actually get into or wanted to do as a, as a kid in high school. And now at being 42 years old, now I have a new journey in my life where now I'm a full-time cowboy. Uh, also, we'll talk about um, automobiles. I love cars. I uh, have a lot of them. Uh, I'm a part of Rough Rider uh, Car Club. I'm the president. So I have anything from a 72 all the way to your 22s. So to the point where we'll, we'll get into um, car shows and kind of different different aspect on what men like on muscle cars compared to fast cars and to cruisers and stuff like that. I mean, so this show is about life. Uh, it's about being done with something in your life far as you're, you're, if you're a lawyer, if you're a teacher, or, or you're, you're working on a plant job, whatever your, your, your career and your future was as a little kid and you're doing now, and you're done and you're retired, this is what fifth quarter is going to be about. Because my thing is when I retired as a, a professional football player, I was lost. Lost far as trying to find my way on who I want to be and what I want to do after football. I tell people football is something that I did 
it's not me. It's not who you see. I'm not Chris Johnson, the football player. I'm Chris Johnson first. Football is what I've done. Football is what God blessed me to do, to be able to sit here in front of you guys today and to give you my testimony on the last 42 years of my life. Um, that's what Chris Johnson is. Uh, fifth quarter is also going to teach you about discipline, teach you about uh, being a, a Christian. Um, I'm going to have try to get my bishop, uh, T.D. Jake, on the show here on down the line. I mean, I'm just connected so well in the community with the people that I have um, been in contact with over my over my 10 years playing in the league and then also doing a lot of community work, but then also doing a lot of things on speaking on to, to the youth. I love going into the uh, the juvenile detention center. I, I've spoke on um, domestic violence in state jails and prisons and stuff like that. And I mean, just to be able to be on the platform that God blessed me to be on, uh, to be able to just even give some of my insight of what life has have did for me. Um, that's what I'm here to do on fifth quarter to just, just speak on just, just different things in general, what's going on in life far as, you know, the mass shootings. Uh, when we was in high school many years ago, um, we didn't have, we didn't worry about people bringing guns and people, you know, bringing different things to school to, to hurt other people. Um, did we have, you know, fights and different kind of things in, in, in back then? Yes, we did. But we didn't have actual kids killing kids. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about um, the new things on, on, on social media, how, how to pr protect your kids and the different things, the aspect on um, uh, uh, growing up, being a parent as a kid. You know, I had my first child when I was uh, a senior in high school. How how hard that was from going from a 17-year-old kid to being a dad to also going through college, going, you know, playing 10 years in the league and uh, not being able to be at none of my baby girl birthdays in 16 years, like – that kind of things that how do you how do you put that on your calendar and say you know what for the next 16 years I won't be able to do this because I'm working how can you get that your kid to understand that so we it was tough times at that time you know going through life trying to do the things that I wanted to do and love to do but at the same time trying to be a family man uh, how do you be a family man when you're away from home, you know, how do you solidify and, 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 and make sure your your home is is, is solid? And, and, and like I heard about Tom Brady, like his wife didn't want him to go back and play football. You know, they're going through some things right now that, you know, only him and his wife can fix as far as, hey, this is let, let me finish this career and then we'll have the rest of our life to do whatever we want. You know, it's things like that that a lot of people do not see behind closed doors. I'm not going to talk about what's going on in the locker room, but I give you all the way into that door where you pull the locker room door, and you're like, you know what, like the media. Once you step into the locker room door, I can't tell you what goes on inside the locker room. Anything inside the building that I can kind of give you that I without exposing my guys in the locker room, I'm going to try to go as far as I go. As far as the owners, how crooked they are, how crooked the league is, NFL really stands for not for long. That's what it stands for. People don't understand that. Uh, how 
you know, people, some of the owners look at the players as pretty much, you know, nothing. Pretty much when you're done, if you tore your ACL or if you get hurt, they pretty much say, you know what, next man up. And some, some, sometime as players, we feel like we've been exercised of, you know, not getting the medical need, medical things that we need or having the right resource on this brain uh, CTE issue. Like I'll be able to on fifth quarter to be able to expose a lot of these things that people wonder about. Um, and like I said, the things that go on in sports every day, we're not, this is not a sports show, but I am a sports guy. So we will talk about sports. We'll talk about, like I said, life. We'll talk about, you know, ranting. Like I said, it's just so many things that fifth quarter is about. So tonight, just like I said, the in, the intro of being on fifth quarter you have anywhere from entertainer to athletes to some mayors. Uh, I met when I bought my, 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 my ranch in Bridgeport. I met the, met the mayor and had a good talk. And now we're trying to put things together in, in Bridgeport to support the community on building new things for the community. Like we'll talk about the projects. We'll talk about, you know, jobs opportunity. We'll talk about um, I'm looking for different a photographer for videos that I have coming up for my, my car shows and things like that. Like it's going to be a, a, a live active interactive show. Uh, it's not going to be a boring show. It's not going to be, we're going to sit here and read things. We're going to talk about things that went on in our life for today, for tomorrow, next week, week after next. Like it's, I'm, I'm super excited. Uh, like I said, I should have done this. You know, years ago, but once again, I found a good family in Fishbowl uh, Studios here in Euless, and God had me to be in this situation at the right time and right place. And like I said, now we're going full full force ahead, and we'll we'll talk about here for the next twenty five minutes uh, about things that started me on the process of uh, wanting to have a, a, a podcast. I've seen so many podcasts. One of the good podcasts out there that me and my wife loves is uh, Dead Ass. Um, and, I mean, it's about, you know, pretty much life. Uh, husband and wife, they're, they're getting to real situations, real-life situations, and they'll discuss about, you know, that there's nothing to hide on podcasts if you're trying to be true to your, to, to your peers. Um, I feel like being open being accept, uh, acceptable, uh, being vulnerable, um, letting people know, see how true you are as a person, it brings more audience to to your podcast. When you're pretty much kind of holding things back, and then also I feel like when you don't expose yourself, not exposing in a bad way, but exposing like you're being vulnerable of, like I said, with my 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 condition, my my condition, which is CTE, um, you know, I know what playing football was gonna do to me. Uh, I knew one day that my brain would not be the same. Uh, I knew that um, I would be different. Um, I mean, at the same time, some people don't want to admit that, but you know, me dealing with you know the CTE situation for the last three years. Um, I have been able to help other people, and then also people have been able to help me. Um, I, I know a couple of guys 
previous guys that played for the Cowboys. I mean, I know guys that played on other teams that right now are dealing with all-timers. Uh, I'm not going to say names as I speak about my guys, but um, I know guys that, like I said, has present guys and then also, you know, Hall of Fame guys that been dealing with CTE for the last six, seven years. And to me, as a guy that's dealing with, you know, something like that, um, you're not normal. Uh, you continue to be different uh, as you get older. Um, and if you are not aware of CTE, CTE is, is, is pretty much is a deterioration of the brain. Um, and I first kind of start watching this. I go into a little bit without giving you too much information, you know, about CTE right now. But I start kind of paying attention when uh, concussion came out, I want to say four years ago. And I, I watched this with my boys, and my boys play football now. Uh, I have a 21-year-old that's a, a sophomore at Lamar University. And I have a 15-year-old that will be soon to be 16 in two weeks. He's uh, at Alito High School. And a lot, of, a lot of parents used to ask me when I played or when I started going after I got done playing and finding out that I had this brain injury, uh, would I let my boys play? And I told them, I said, man, my thing is with, with me, I never have been a guy that want to crush a young man dream uh, because I was that guy. Um, when I was in high school, a lot of people told me I wouldn't, I would never make it to the league. I would always, I mean, cause I was a bad guy, you know, a bad person, not a bad person, but a bad uh, guy in high school for it. Just doing miss, you know, doing wrong thing, stealing stuff, selling drugs, breaking and stuff. Like it, I, I was just, just being a, a young kid, not having, um, I ain't gonna say parents in the household because my mom did the best she could. Um, but when when you feel that you don't have the right setting of parenting in your household, and my dad wasn't around at the time, you know, I just drew to the streets, and you know, just doing things in that I wasn't supposed to do that made me the person that I am today. So that's why I can go into these prisons and these uh, state jails and juvenile detention centers and speak on, you know, things that I've done in the past and let these young men and these uh, young juvenile guys know that you can fix your own. Um, if you do wrong, you always have a way to fix it if you want to fix it. So just dealing with all the things that I've been through in my life, we'll go through that as well. Uh, some of these episodes that, you know, dealing with who I used to be from the eighth grade all the way to now, I have changed. And I see some of my friends, my wife, uh, they speak on it, you know, every once in a while about what's going on with me personally. You know, I don't know who I'll be in the next three years or four years. But at the same time, I never, you know, shy away from telling people how I'm fixing my you know, my, my brain injury, how, you know, going to these different clinics that getting these medical treatments and also making sure that I'm staying active on a daily basis, you know, make sure my, my mind staying active every single day or using my brain to be, you know, study different things. So I won't get work. So I won't get worse in my, in my older days compared to 
Now, uh, some of the guys that I do know uh, since they played, I mean, some of these guys don't even know how to get to the store anymore. And that is the scary part to me. Uh, when you – tell you a story, a quick story. Uh, one of the guys, ex-cowboy, uh, now I ain't going to say position because you might know who he is, but an older gentleman, uh, he told me a couple years ago, been living in Dallas for probably the last 30 years of his life, driving the same route every day, um, sun up to sundown. And now as he get older, he told me probably about five years ago that he was just driving the same route that he'd been driving for the last 25 years, and he just went blank. Didn't know where he was going, didn't know what state he was in. And, man, that to me, that is the scary part of – being an athlete, uh, when you're using your brain or using your head for pretty much um, a target, that's not good. Uh, but being an athlete, being who we are, you know, we, we feel like sometimes we are uh, gladiators. Uh, and gladiators, in the olden days, you played until you died. You know, you, 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 you pretty much was fighting until you lose or fighting until you die. Uh, but you know you can't do that as a you know a player in this world. So therefore, once you're done playing, you pretty much kind of beat to yourself. But as as we go on, I'm gonna try to get some of my doctors uh, to come on and kind of break down what CTE actually is. And you know this show will will actually help a lot of young men in high school, college, actually in the pros too. Uh, we just lost. Another great guy, uh, probably three months ago, uh, which is Marion Barber, one of the ex uh, Cowboys. I mean, I knew him personally. Uh, dealing with the mental mental illness, man, it is it, is so so frustrating to see some of your colleagues that you knew, that you played with, that you ground with, that you bled with, you know, deteriorating the way we, we are. Um, it's nothing you can do. You can't go out and buy a new brain. You can't go buy a new nothing uh, dealing with your head. So, therefore, it's pretty much like a slow process. You just got to maintain and understand what you are, who you are at this time, and then also kind of make sure you keep the same people around you that will keep you comfortable. Um, I mean, it's, 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 it's a situation that people ask me, you know, when my son was a senior, would you tell him to stop playing football? And I told him, no, I wouldn't. I'll make a decision. I asked him, is it something that he wanted to do? But at the same time, I wouldn't make him uh, quit his career because they don't want to make me quit my I, – I, I did what I loved doing, and that was something that I, I won't take back. But, like, now being who I am now, I, I, I can see that I am different. So we'll talk about that a little bit more in depth on, you know, moving on into some of the episodes. But also, like I said, being a family man, you know, letting my kids see me, uh, dad. You know, I'm not the dad that I was eight years ago. Um, and now being the dad that have anger issues sometimes or a slight thing might make me go from black to red real quick. But at the same time, I got to understand it's not really me. It's something going on with my mental state for us. Now I got to cool myself down. Uh, so man, we do, we deal athletes deal with more just than, you know, the media, just more than the, the team or the coaches. Like once we leave that building, we have a whole nother life, just like everybody else. We're human. Uh, a lot of, a lot of fans feel that 
we are robots or we are un unbreakable. But I referred earlier to Krypton, Kryptonite and Superman. Um, you know, when I stopped playing in 20, what, 2013, 2014, I felt like I became Superman. Once Superman left and went to, to the island and gave up his power for that lady, I felt like I, was, I wasn't invincible anymore. I felt like when you play in that arena, you feel like can't nobody get to you. You're protected. You're always, you know, you, you, you're cheered for like you, you, you're the guy. But once you retire as a player sometime, that's when I say once I retire, I had to find who I was, find myself. Because even though I was retired, I knew I was Chris. I, I didn't feel like I was Chris anymore, uh, meaning that now I got to feel what's going to be my next journey. What's going to be, what can I do to fill that void of me playing? And like I said, I got into hunting. Uh, I got into, you know, cars. I got into cycling. I got into um, fishing. I got into duck hunting. Like, it, it's so many things I got into that I never got into when I was playing because I wanted to fill that void of the locker room or fill that void of being at practice or fill that void of going, you know, out every weekend to to opponent games like going to Denver, going to Seattle, stuff like that. So now I'm trying to figure out what what can I put in these spaces to fulfill the need of me being in the locker room or being at work for so long. So man, it is it's so many things that we'll get into uh dealing with this show and then like I said dealing with your Christianity like far as you or your Baptist uh you know what what is your belief? My belief, I, I believe, is one God. I believe that God died for me. I believe that anything that I do in my life, that good or bad, I can ask God for forgiveness. He'll forgive me. And I try to not do many bad things anymore, but I also try to help people as much as I can as far as the, the giving part. Uh, I'm a big giver. I'm a, really a big teddy bear uh, because what I do, I love to see other people thrive. I love to see the, the community thrive. I'm not a self guy. You see a lot of people that is self. And I feel that God blessed me to be on this earth, to be able to be in this position, to be able to have the things that I have because of him. I feel that God knew who I was going to be before even I knew who I was going to be. Uh, I believe that if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be sitting here today speaking and also chatting with you guys live. Um, I believe that if it wasn't for him in 2019, I would have lost my life uh, on the ATV. Uh, being, once again, naive and thinking that being a little bit older that I could still bounce back. Not really trying to hurt myself, but knowing that I wasn't supposed to be on this ATV at this particular time uh, in, in 2019. I, I almost lost my life. I went through an iron gate, uh, broke four ribs, tore my ACL, broke my kneecap, split my left leg open to the to the bone. You can actually see my bone hanging out, my uh, my leg. Uh, I mean, I was bad, and the doctors pretty much told my wife that I shouldn't have made it. Uh, I should have died right there on the spot. But, I mean, from looking at the video, from me training again, me getting back to the point where I'm, I, I am in my life now, it nobody. It, it wasn't nobody but God through the, the the trials and the tribulations because it was some hard days where, like I said, when you get into this mental health deal, um, I, I, I'm 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 a transparent guy. Um, 
it, it really done something to me as far as my mental state. I almost took my life. Um, we'll talk about that. Like, it's, it's so many things that I feel that this podcast, Fifth Quarter, is going to help a lot of people around the world for us. Like I said, the, that, that, that moment, me sitting in my car if it, within five to six minutes, if my best friend don't come, come see me or come pick up the phone to come get me, we don't have this conversation right now to this day. Um, I have had them close encounters. I'm not, I'm not scared to speak on it. I'm not scared to talk about it uh, because it, it's someone that has been in that situation that didn't have anyone to talk to, didn't have no one to call, and they took their lives. Uh, prime example, Junior Seah, uh, seven, seven, eight years ago, he shot himself in the chest because he wanted his brain to be researched about CTE. And that was happened. And then three years ago, Vincent Jackson, he ended up doing an overdose. And because he didn't want these guys that is not hurting themselves mentally on like killing themselves, shooting themselves, stuff like that with, with their brain, they want their brain to be, um, I ain't gonna say dissected, but they want their brain to be looked at to see if they had CTE. Uh, so therefore, a lot of these guys are, when, when they do make that, that 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 leap on I, it's nothing else that I can do but do this. They make sure that their loved ones or whoever else that was in their camp that loved them that they knew that these guys wasn't normal anymore. Uh, if you go back and do the history of the last two people that passed away from the NFL, the high rate of the CTE scale rate is a four point five. Junior Seau and Vincent Jackson was all. Both was at a, like a 4-0 or 4-2. So pretty much they're not, there wasn't normal people. There wasn't Junior Seau. There wasn't Vincent Jackson that, that took their lives. It was somebody totally different in their body, in their mind. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk. We'll get some doctors on here to actually let you understand how CT actually breaks down your your whole body, breaks down your brain. Like it's it's it's, it's I've been going to doctor for the last seven years of me being retired over the last 10 years just to feel normal. Um, waking up every morning, is it's not, it, it's a struggle. Um, and like I said, me being the way I am right now and trying to make sure I, I, I keep pushing for my kids, keep pushing for my wife, keep pushing for people that need to hear my voice, pushing for the people that might hear my voice that might save their lives. Uh, that's what this this fifth quarter is going to be about. And my thing is moving forward, me meeting different pastors, them just speaking over my life, speaking over my family life. Like this is – I never knew what the other side of football would do for me by playing football. Football made me a totally different person, but at the same time it changed me as it changed me into a better person. So just moving forward in these different episodes and – when we have my pastor and when we have different medical examiners and people on the show, we'll, we'll have interactions where we'll be able to kind of respond to some of the questions that you guys might have that you might be dealing with. And that's what me being ex, uh, ex NFL player, like I, I love actually inter interacting with my fans. Like, anywhere I go out right now with my wife, you know, somebody might know who I am. 
I don't get upset like some players do. Uh, I'm eating lunch or being rude to the people. You know, this is a part of the job that God blessed me to do. Even though that I'm retired, I still do the job because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be who I am right now, like I said. So, therefore, I love still signing an autograph for my fans. I still love taking pictures for my fans. I still just love doing doing the little things because the little things make me happy and also get me by and get me back my mind thinking about positive things. So, uh it's 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 just a blessing to be able to be a part of Fishbowl now, uh, to be able to have a platform to actually speak on, to be actually visual, be seen on giving these messages. Because I was doing it on Facebook Live every morning. You know, if you guys follow me the right way, if you guys know who I am, I get up every morning, I do everything in threes and sevens. I was number 37. Um and in the Bible, 37, is, it, it, it means completion in the Bible. So I do everything in threes and sevens. So I wake up every morning at 3.37. I'm in the gym by 4.37. Um, and I go live. And I go live on Facebook because of the simple fact that God is, I want to be able to hear God's voice the first thing out the gate. As far as if it's, if it's my, 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 my devotion or if it's my music. So just listening over the years been me been doing it for the last two years i have different people you know have reached out to me and say chris i really I'm, I'm really happy that you played that song today i needed that or chris uh that song really pushed me to the point where i'm a i'm a push to be better today or chris that song made me to go help someone that needed needed some help this morning like i love getting them dms after my my songs in the morning time because now i know them that i'm god speaking through me he gave me the songs to play, and I'm playing them. I'm not being disobedient, so I'm playing them for you guys, but you guys are getting what you need out of God as well. So it's always a blessing every morning that I get up. Every morning I get up, I say thank God because it's a lot of people that don't wake up every morning. And I feel that every morning that you are, you are blessed to open your eyes, to put your feet on the ground, to walk, to breathe normal, to be normal, to actually be able to speak normal. You should thank God every morning for that because there's a lot of people that do not wake up. There's a lot of people that struggle with speaking. There's a lot of people that even struggle with having a clear mind. Like this morning, for example, my wife told me, let's go outside, baby, and walk in the grass without just bare feet. At first, I'm thinking, I don't want to do that. But then I thought, I do it all the time because when I get up at 3.37, it'd be nothing but do on the ground. I walk out, I start speaking to God. I start just you know, speaking over my life, start speaking over my, my wife, start speaking over my kids. Like, it's, <laughs> I'm telling you guys and, and young women, when you do this in the morning time, just just try this in the morning. Get up, I ain't saying you got to get up at 3.37, but just get up before daylight and just walk outside and just start praying and start walking through your grass bare feet and just see how that day will go. I'm telling you, if if it go wrong, DM me. Have we get have y'all guys can contact me on Fishbowl. Contact me and say, you know what, Chris, you was wrong. It did not work. Let's let, don't do don't say that ever again on, on your podcast. But I guarantee you it will work and your day will be so much more amazing. Uh because like I said, it, it, it's nothing about 
waking up and listening to God or listening to a gospel song first thing in the morning because you're not listening to nothing negative. You putting everything positive in your in your ear. So how can your day be messed up if you putting positive things in your in your vision or in your ear? It can't. Like when you wake up and you listen to, you know, cussing music or you listen to somebody just getting on to you or somebody yelling like, oh, first, first, play, first person you get into, uh, once you get into your job and then your job, your boss say, you know, just go off on you. Your day, you feel like, oh, what did I do now? Why are my days going? But I guarantee you, you get yourself 30 minutes to 45 minutes and just a peace, quiet or just devotional music, or just listening to God's voice, I guarantee you, your week will go better, your day definitely going to go better, and your month might even be better than the last month. So just try that. I tell everybody every day I, I, I get up and I go to the gym. Why do you do that? I said, because God let me do it. Well, how God let me let you do it? Because God woke me up. I feel everything, like I said, is in his, in his hand, in his power. So, therefore, if he let me do it, it's going to be a blessing, just like this, this podcast. You know, I feel that the, the, the family at Fishbowl, myself, my wife, we, we found the family that we wanted to be at. We, want, we found the company and the family that we wanted to join. Because any other company that we probably would have joined, it probably wouldn't have been as successful as, as this podcast would be, dealing with Miss Sammy and Fishbowl Studios. Uh, I feel like. The next, like I said, two to three years is going to be amazing. Uh, we're going to do big things here. And the the production team, like I told people when I first went to Baltimore, um, from the head coach to the GM to the trainers to the, to the equipment managers, like everyone is straight Christian-based people. And I feel when I told Miss Sam when I first got here at the fishbowl, we just having a, just a conversation, uh, not even about the podcast, just about life. Uh, I felt like this was home. This is the second time in my life that I felt that when I got to the location that I got to, God already walked in and he blessed, blessed the whole building. So when you feel like that, when you walk into a job opportunity, when you walk into your, your workplace or when you walk into uh, uh, just a, a building, and you feel anointed or the building feel anointed, I mean, you can't go wrong. And that's how I've been living my life for the last seven, eight years, uh, just putting God in front of it, speaking God in front of everything that I do. And I think that's why the last couple of years that me and my family has been been blessed like we have because we do things for people, We you know, and we don't expect nothing back. We do it out of our kinds of our heart. Uh, and then all I said, we, we help people. We love people. Uh, we love good people, love being around good people. But fifth quarter, once again, every Monday at seven o'clock will be uh, amazing, outstanding, like a, a, a firecracker show. Um, I just feel like this, this, this show is going to bring so much clarity to me, to my wife and to everyone that we speaking to just about life, because it's someone every single Monday that I guarantee you that what we'll talk about they will gain knowledge they will gain success and they will gain confidence in what they do because like i said what you see in front of you and what you hear in front of you is a person that went through a whole 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 lot and i still came on top because of the simple fact that i got god in my life and then i got great people around me so 
like I said, every Monday, 7 p.m., we're going to be here at fifth quarter doing what we do, love doing what we do. And then at the end of the day, we'll be able to speak on things that's going in, going on in the world on daily events, you know, life crisis events, like changing moments of it. Like I'm just super excited just to be here tonight, just to, just to kind of introduce on what we're going through for the next several years that we're going to be doing here at Fishbowl. And even moving forward, speaking in February, to be able to be mobile, going to the Super Bowl, to be able to do a mobile site at the Super Bowl. Like, this is this is, this is is something that's going to be real big, and I, I can't wait for more opportunities to be in front of you guys, to be able to speak to you guys just on just things. And if you need anything or if you want to put on the suggestion box on, you know, let's speak about this next week. You know, we'll get some things together where we'll have uh, some, some suggestion box where we'll speak on things. Because, like I said, once again, I love interacting with you guys. Uh, so if you have anything that you guys want to speak on or you have anything that's going on in your life that you need prayer about, we'll have pastors on here weekly. Um, or we might bring one on if, if we can on, on a call. If you need that prayer, like we have different people in my camp that, we'll get things done the right way and on timely manner. So I, I, like I said, moving forward next Monday, I think the first show might, well, no, that show will be about me and my wife, because like I said, every third Monday of each month, my wife will be able to come on and bless us with, uh, you know, our knowledge of the woman's perspective of the, the, the house of the family woman, or just living on the road. Like when we, when I played, like, moving from state to state, getting the kids enrolled from state to state, a lot of women ask her, how did you do that for 10 years? A lot of women stayed back at home. And, I mean, my wife was a soldier. I can actually say that she did her deal for 10 long years. Me being at work, uh, me being her being with me, either or. Uh, we traveled. She traveled with me from Saint to St. Louis. She traveled with me to Kansas City. Pretty much everywhere I played, we, we me and my me and my wife and my kids actually we, we actually stayed in the, the town that we stayed in. So man, it's just just different things about life, man. And like I said, I feel that moving forward in the things that we're talking about is going to be well well needed because I needed this probably 15 years ago when podcast wasn't even you know, popular like it is right now. I need to listen to some positive people. I need to listen to things that I go through on a daily basis in my life that people might not even speak about. But I might need to hear that one voice, that one voice that might change my life. You know, I, every time I speak to a kid, you know, now my 7 on 17, like they say, Coach Johnson, I really respect the thing that you've done while you were playing, and I love the way you're teaching us. Like, I... I love giving back. This is this is what this is who Chris is. This is I, I love giving back to the, the kids, especially love giving back to my community. So, like I said, anything moving forward on, like the community events, you know, any way y'all can get contact, we'll put everything on the website. How y'all can get in contact with me? Far as uh, I even get my personal number out here after a while. Once we start rolling, like I tell people when I when I go speak, if it's something that you feel that I can speak on or that you feel that you can't have nobody to hold that secret. I'm your guy. Um, I, I, I heard some bad things. I heard some great things. 
and everything that we speak about stays right here with me because one thing I I I, I want to be that friend or that guy or that that ear that might save that person's life because I had that guy that friend that saved my life. So all I can do now is repay anybody back that need that help and need that time to just just speak speak on what's going on in your life. You might need that moment. You might need that 30 seconds of, I'm going to either take my life or what can I do? Like, that was me. And for my best friend to be able to come get me at that point in time in my life, man, when y'all hear that story, it, it's going to be like, man, th that's a good friend. And that's who I'm trying to be moving forward to anybody else that need that friend. I might not know you, but I could be that ear that might save your life. Because, I, like I said, I have plenty of people that I spoke to over the years or people that then called in or DM me and I didn't even know who they was. And they give me they give me a scenario and I try to, you know, help them out the best way I can. I'm not saying that I know everything, but at the same time, I know a lot of people that we can get these things done in a timely manner. So, like I said, moving forward the next couple of months, next couple of Mondays. It's going to be an outstanding show. It's going to be a great show. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to next Monday now, how we're going to present this show, uh, who I'm going to bring on. Like, it's going to, I mean, every week you guys will have me on my toes on what we want to do and how we want to do it. Uh, so just seeing, like I said, just before I even started my podcast, just seeing how different podcasts, you know, interact and how they move, we're going to have a, a, a upbeat uh, laughing, joking, crying podcast. I mean, it's just gonna be fun. It's gonna be exciting. Uh, like I said, we're gonna we're gonna cry on her too because there's gonna be some stories that need to be be told. There's gonna be some sad stories. Gonna be some happy story. It's always you know you can cry when you happy. It's gonna be some happy cries too. So I feel that a happy cry is better than a sad cry because it, you overcame what the devil thought he was gonna put in your life and God helped you through that. So that's the happy cry. So I'm just super excited just to be here. Super excited about moving forward. Super excited to just just show just to share my my life with you guys and share my family life with you guys and just share the things that God have blessed me with over the last 42 years of my life, uh, which I'll be 43 in three weeks. Uh, 43 years of my life, um, and just to give back, man. I feel that Miss Sammy gave me an opportunity to give this back to you guys with Fishbowl, and, and, and that's what I'm going to intend on doing throughout this course of our podcast. And like I said, as far as moving forward with everything else, I feel like we'll be fine and we'll end up having so much fun. And like I said, the, the great thing about Fishbowl, when Miss Sammy told me I'll be able to do mobile, so going to Baltimore games, going to the Las Vegas game. I'll be able to go live while I'm at the game or while I'm at Vegas or while I'm in, in Baltimore. So it's going to be super excited. I just have to find the locations. And, man, we might be we might be on the boat in Baltimore on the water doing a live show. Like, I love stuff like that. I don't like, the, I don't like that certain podcast people have you, like, posted in one, one, one location all the time. You know, here at Fishbowl, you can be mobile. You can be. I don't know if you can be in Europe, but I might go to Europe one time and we might uh, broadcast live from Europe. Like it, it's, it's so many things that this organization, this, 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 this business that 
give us so so a big platform to to broadcast to you guys to so you you won't go without hearing us that Monday or you know for a while. So this is the super exciting part to me that we'll be we'll be able to be mobile. So you don't know where I might come from uh, in the next couple of Mondays. I might be on the ranch. I might be doing a hunting show uh, going live. Like it's it's so many twists and tails that we can do here and and i'm like i said i'm super excited about it um just just pump man it, it's, it's 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 amazing how things are about to show up and show out for us and for fifth quarter and even some of my ex-coaches like my my, my child my, my kid i said my child my son is in uh his junior year right now and he's getting recruited by a lot of schools so i have some of my coaches that my ex coach that I play for that's at a lot of D one schools that, you know, once we get into heavy recruiting uh um time, we'll get some of the coaches on here and talk about the recruiting process for some of these kids out here that's about to go to college. Uh, so it's 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 gonna be a nice interactive show. Uh and I love that we'll be able to bring different people on on different sides of like I said, the lawyers, the the doctors the things that I do on a normal basis, I try to implement that in the show. So you can pretty much get be inside of Chris Johnson uh, uh, life for the next several years. Um, like I said, and, I, and, I, and this is what I want the show to be about. Uh, like I said, once again, we'll have so many other people on to be able to show you the different aspects of the fashion world or the, 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 the business side of the world, you know, the banking where I have a guy, my best friend, he's been in the banking industry over 25 years. So some, some finance uh, tips, stock tips. Even in 2020, when the stocks, you know, when we had the shutdown, my best friend, like I said, been in the banking world over 30, 25, 30 years, he gave me some insight of how to do stocks. And next thing you know, my stock game went up. I didn't know anything about stocks. So now my stock gamer. So now we can bring guys like that on to be able to kind of answer store answer questions on how do you you do stocks? How do you what what do you put your money in to gain uh, 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 points? Like it's so many good things that we'll have on this show here coming forward in the next couple of months. And I'm just like I said, super excited. If you don't hear it in my voice, like. If I go outside right now, I scream to the top of my, my lungs and just say thank you, Jesus, because the simple fact that if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here right now. So, like I said, next Monday, 7 o'clock, 7 p.m., we're going to be back here, fifth quarter, talking about everything that you want to talk about in your life. And I, like I said, my wife will be here next Monday, and we're going to talk about the, the the foundation of how we got started. Actually, I'll give you that little insight of how we got started, and then we'll carry over to next Monday. Um, in 98, I was working with her mom uh, at a special ed uh, home in Gladewater, Texas. And I knew my wife, but I didn't know her personally because I just seen her around town. Uh, I'm from Longview, Texas, if you guys didn't know. If you don't know what it is, look it up on the map. Uh, but I worked with her mom at a special ed uh, home, taking care of kids, and her mom was a outstanding person. Uh, she loved me because she said I was a great worker, best worker that we had at, at the job. Uh, but then, you know, I seen her daughter every once in a while because she also worked there, and 
Uh, I had a girlfriend at the time. She had a boyfriend. So we really weren't paying, paying each, uh, to each other any attention. But I told her mom one year uh, when I was working with her for the summer, I said, I'm going to marry your daughter one day. And she said, boy, go on. Ain't nobody going to. You just talking. <laughs> so here it is. It's like 98, 99. Graduate. I graduate. I go off to school four years. Uh, I get drafted by the Green Bay Packers. And I told my other best friend, I said, man, let me uh, get your sister number, which my best friend's sister is my wife's best friend. So at that time, uh, my best friend gave me his, his sister number, and I'm, I called him like, you know, I'm, I introduced myself when she knew who I was. And she's like, well, I, I don't want you to give him my number. Why don't you have him come up to my job? So I went up to a job. Me and my brother walked in, and it, it's history from there. Uh, that was in 2003, and it's 2022. So we've been together 19 years, been married 14 years. So that little incident, like I told when I got drafted, I said I, I, I had to come back home and get me an East Texas woman. So my wife is from the same town. We went to the rival high school. She went to Longview High. I went to Longview Pine Tree. And I, I bleed blue and gold. She bleed green and gold. So that's just how we rock. But, man, I love my wife. Been with my wife, like I said, 19 years. Married 14 years. It's going to be 15 years this July. And, man, that's my, my backbone, my heart, man. And if it wasn't for her, um, you really wouldn't see the real Chris Johnson because, you know, over these years she didn't change me into a better man. She changed me to a person that wanted to be a family man, uh, wanted to make sure that I, 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 I thrive to make sure that my family stay above water um and that's that's who we are um i call ourselves the j empire because ever since i met my wife i have i i have been trying and be, have been building the empire for my family because being a kid out of east texas um and being in the single home single parent home you know that made me once i got a family to make sure i i was the man that i always wanted to be uh and that was a man to make sure I take care of my family. So uh, my wife, Miosha Johnson, um, she will be here next Monday. And we'll be able to get into the life of being married to Chris Johnson. And she might she might get on her and tell you guys, <laughs> it's hard. It, it, it's very hard at times. But one thing about God, when God has you in his arm and when he has you under his umbrella, it's nothing that you can't accomplish, especially with two people that love each other. I ain't going to say, we're going to go beyond love. We like each other. Love can walk out the door. Like You have to like a person before you love a person. We'll get into that, too, uh, at a later date. Uh, but we actually like each other, and then we, we fell in love with each other. So now it's, it's just two people that's looking at three beautiful kids that's trying to raise kids to be able to be young women and young men in this world that actually uh, help people, not be a burden on people. So uh, she'll be here next Monday at 7 p.m. talking about the marriage life and also talking about our kids. And we'll broadcast that on to the, the following Monday. I think I'm going to have one of my sons on. So, I mean, it's just going to be amazing, man. Like when, when I get into talking about my, 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 my family, that's when I really get excited because, I mean, Having three kids and having a wife, I mean, it's been 
42 years old, I never saw this being 19. And as a 19-year-old looking that far ahead, you couldn't see what your life or what your future was going to be about. But I'm glad God placed my wife and placed my kids into my life. Uh, because like I said, you see a product of me through them and then them through me. So that's that's who we are. Uh, like I said, she'll be here next week. And I, I'm super excited to have her um, host the show with me and just speak on life. Just speak on who I am, who I became, who she became when we got married. Just, just different things like that. And it's going to be super excited, man. Like I said, I keep using super excited because... I, I, Man, it's just I'm pumped. I'm pumped to just be – it's almost feel like I'm on game day, uh, getting ready to put your pass on, put your pants on, run out there in the tunnel. Like, this is my new tunnel. I got the spotlight on me. Like, it's just what we used to do. So, I mean, I love that we're getting this opportunity to, to, to make sure that you guys understand who we are, what we are, and, and just be transparent through you guys the whole time. So – like I said, every Monday, 7 p.m. here on Fishbowl Studios, man, we're going to be jumping and bumping and rocking and rolling. It's just how we do. I mean, I don't know how to have no other fun but to be who we are. And next week, we're going to feel like I hope we have a different outcome on the sport world, but, you know, we're going to talk about more sports. We're going to talk about, like I said, we're going to go in. I might end up start putting high school scores in it because my son is in high school. So we're we, we going to have more football to talk about throughout the shows, college and all. So after we end up doing all these things, we'll start kind of maximizing, you know, the, the, the highlight of the Super Bowl. Like, I'm going to go take you all through the Super Bowl story. Like, this, the way we won the Super Bowl in 2012, it was so amazing. It was so – it had to be nothing but God. God had – God hands – was in it throughout the whole season. Uh, I actually retired that year, and I came back out of retirement just for the Super Bowl. So that's why I say I knew God hands was in it from the get-go. So we'll tell you about that story. Like, we have so many stories just get to talk about. It's just not going to be a show just to be talking. We're going to actually have story, life story, real stories that we'll be able to discuss and, and let you guys kind of be transparent and, and walk through the story with us. And I see people sometimes, and when people tell me stories, you know, things that went on in their life, and I sit there and, and, and hear, I kind of visualize it. And when you visualize what a person go through while you're hearing that story, man, it is sometimes it's scary, but then it is, it's awesome because you can just close your eyes and just kind of paint your own picture on how things went, you know, went with that person. And I feel like when, when I paint my picture for you guys, it's going to be so clear. It's going to be so, so positive that you're going to like, you know what? If this guy went through all this in his life and he made it, the little things that I have went through, it's no way that I can't make it. And that's all I really want. I want you to see the tough times when I was in jail, the tough times when, you know, I was facing somebody, you know, either them shooting me, me shooting them. Like, I, it's so much that I want to be able to tell you. But I want to kind of space everything out so we have more to talk about here in the next couple of months. And like I said, next, next couple of years, because things are going to continue to happen. When you're blessed, things are always going to continue to happen just to see how blessed you are. Because the devil will always want to knock you off your train track. But God will not let you off that train track 
especially if you're faithful to him. So moving forward, like I said, it's going to be so many things that we'll be able to talk about and, and we'll end up being able to have uh, uh, other people on, be able to have other people to be able to let, let people see who we are. And after that, we'll be we'll be fine and just keep moving forward. Like I said, I, I got a guy out of Boston named Haven. Uh, a quick story about that. Uh, me and Haven been never met this guy, uh, but he's a top fashion out of Boston, uh, a syndica. Uh, we did a, a special shoe when I played for Baltimore. A young woman, uh, sister got killed in one of the shoes in Baltimore. And I made a shoe uh, for the guy, uh, daughter. And Haven, me and him actually was speaking on doing the clothing line together once I started my clothing line. And me and Haven, like, we actually started speaking on family. And, what, six years later, I still haven't met this guy. And we keep in touch. And he wanted to make, uh, he wanted to actually do a promo with me. We spoke on this a couple of months ago. So we'll have him online uh, with us here in a couple of months to come. Uh, so I'm just, like I said, excited about the opportunity that I have here at Fishbowl now. I'm uh, excited about the opportunity that I have to even speak to my fans, speak to anyone that's listening to, to the podcast, Fifth Quarter. Uh, because, like I said, it's going to actually, I know it's going to touch, if not everyone, it's going to touch a, a, a lot of people to keep tuning in to see what we're talking about from show to show because like I said we'll, we'll, we'll be talking about life situations not just sports, not just you know, the daily thing we'll talk about how to become who you want to become, how to actually start your own business like when I retired I started my I started two, two new businesses uh, from the ground up I mean who do you put around you to start your business, like it's it's so many things. Um, I got ex cowboy players that sons are in college right now with my son that we we actually started our own agency group, um, football agency group. Like we have so much stuff going on out in the world that I'm excited to to let everyone know about. Uh, to be able to keep tuning in to the podcast to see what's going on. So I mean, I'm just I don't know. It, it, it's it's more to come. Like I said, moving forward, you guys will always – and I, like I said, I'm a transparent person. So, moving forward, we're going to have everything from, like I said, live on the ranch, live in Baltimore. I mean, this, this is going to be a mobile situation. So, stay tuned to next week, uh, Monday, 7 p.m. It's going to be me and my wife. We're talking about the life situation, about being married to a celebrity. How did she deal with that? How did she deal with the, the groupies? How did she deal with the, the moving? How did she deal with the finance? How did she deal with the, putting the kids in school? Like, people don't know moving from state to state with little kids is 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 one of the worst for a woman. Uh, my, my son was two, and my other son was six months. So I have my wife moving from state to state with a six-month-old and a two-year-old. So you guys imagine how they look. Going through an airport when security was tighter than it is now, uh, <laughs> it was a struggle. And I'm pretty much she will tell you from the good, the bad, and the ugly. But at the same time, like I said, we've been together 19 years, been rocking for, been married for 15, well, 14, be 15 in July. 
So that's my backbone. That's my heart. My family, like everybody that's in my family, they know who I am, know how, how I rock, the way I rock, the way I, I move. So it's, 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 it's going to be fun to have my kids on the show. Uh, my mom, I'm a, I'm a, it's going to be a family affair. So I'm going to have everybody that you see, what you see, who see in front of you, I'm going to be a, be able to expose like all my families just to be able to you guys to see where I came from for my mom, my, my wife, my kids and everybody like that. So I can't wait for next week because like I said, it's that when the show actually starts, like this is when the meat and the potatoes, as they will say, the meat and potatoes, uh, get started, you know, cause I know my wife going to say some things and like I said, we're going to be transparent. We're going to be open. We're going to be, uh, real. We're going to be honest. Um, uh, that's how we, that's how we, how we know how we know to be. Um, we, we're not fake people. Uh, I don't like telling stories or telling un, untrue stuff. So therefore, we will let you guys know the real on top of the real. So, like I said, next Monday, seven p.m. Look forward to fifth uh, fifth quarter with with Chris Johnson. And like I said, moving forward, it will be exciting show from week to week. Uh, I can't wait. So once again. Tune in to 5th Quarter next Monday at 7 p.m. Hey, this is Super Bowl champion Chris Johnson, host of 5th Quarter, broadcasting live each week on Monday at 7 p.m. from FBRN Studios in Bedford, Texas. Log on to here.